Welcome to this video tutorial. I got a special guest uh, brought to you by Gospel Bees. It's your boy CYB, special guest Donald B. And he is a, a social media uh, whiz, expert, whatever you call it. And <laughs> he's going to uh, school us, man, on some, some social media tips. Uh, he mastered the uh, TikTok game, uh, game, and I'm trying to pick his brain and figure out what I can do to pop off on my social media and because I'm I'm lacking in that area big time. Right. And um so I'm um bring him in and he's gonna, you know, tell us how he his success and what's the you know the key secrets and to uh you know uh TikTok and social media in general. So I mean first of all uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, again, my name is Donald. Um, I have my own business called JDB Connections. I help people grow on social media by introducing them to the different platforms out there that can actually help them build their stuff. Um, it's, a, it's a very popular market. Um, a lot of people, but the thing is, there's a lot of people who know nothing about it. I spent like the last two years doing research on it. And um, that's mainly reason why I did the TikTok is just so I can show proof that I can actually build something and grow a platform in a certain amount of time just to show that it can actually help you and grow your um, your platform or just to help your business at the same time, so. Oh, cool. So right now, so I mean, I guess you can kind of flow whatever you want to talk about, but um, I, I mean, I guess you start with the TikTok. So how, how, how your TikTok, um, how's going, how your, um, well, no, the, me... go, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't cut you off. No, I mean, TikTok, to me, to me personally, it's a lot of fun. Um, it gives me an opportunity just to just to show what I can do creativity-wise. Um, I come up with ideas and content, and my mind just always flowing all the time. So it's to me, it's just it's a, a good avenue just to let go and just be free um, because it's something that I've... I cherish now because back in the day I used to be a very quiet and shy kid. So doing this on camera and just not even caring what people think is just a whole different avenue for me in the past few years. Um, so it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's entertaining just to make people laugh. I've always been that person just to enjoy have fun and making people laugh. Um, not saying I'm the funniest person, but if I can put a smile on your face for one person, that does a lot for me because I know sometimes it means a lot for that person. And I get a lot of messages and comments, people saying, hey, I go to your channels just to get a, put a smile on my face. And it makes us feel good as a family, because my whole family, we all do it together. I mean, me more so, I push it up more, but my family try to get them in there. <laughs> um, but they have to be in the mindset to do it. Wow, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, I was checking out your channel and I was looking at, you know, your videos and it, it inspires me, basically what you said, how you was, you know, you were shy and then all of a sudden, you look at your videos, you would have no idea that you was like, <laughs> you know, reserved because, right. you know, you can't, you feel comfortable behind the, the camera, seem like you're very comfortable. So that's kind of uh, my goal. And I know it's a lot of other people's goal to get where you at, where they can uh, get past that fear of, you know, being afraid to put themselves out there in front of the camera, especially TikTok. That's even, because not only are you putting yourself out there, but you, you're being funny and creative. 
<laughs> you know, you just really being yourself and just letting loose. So what's the, what's uh, what got you to break that barrier of getting comfortable with the camera and just going all in? Well, it actually started off for me back in like 2014. I was trying to find a way to get over my fear of speaking in public. And I actually um, heard something on the radio say, hey, if you do stand-up comedy, it'll get over your fear real fast. So I was like, hmm. I'm not a, I don't get embarrassed easily. So I was like, you know what? Let me try it. So I went to the Funny Bone and what? did stand-up. Yes, I did stand-up. The, the, Richmond, the Richmond Funny Bone. The Richmond Funny Bone. <laughs> I, went, I went there. They had, they had amateur night every... No, uh, they had amateur night one month on a Wednesday. Every month. And it was always on a Wednesday. And I decided to try it. And I spent like 30 days... Studying comedy, like comedy. I was watching. It doesn't matter who it was. I watched them. Again, I never knew Richard Pryor was that funny. Um, there's there's a lot of different things. A lot of artists I never knew was that funny. But I spent my time studying them, and then I decided to do my thing. And day one, the owner, he's like, after I did my performance, he said, "Hey, how many years have you been doing this?" I'm like, "This is my first time." He's like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah." So because as soon as you go up there, that fear. You can forget that. It's gone. It's all the lights making you sweat, and you're just like, oh, okay, i got to make people laugh. What am I going to do? But I had a skit that I wanted. i got to stick with it, and it, it worked. It did well, and I did it for six months straight um, until I decided to go back to school. I was going through some transitions, and, um, and it was just another thing to step up and do some changes in my life. Um, and it, it started from me losing my sister in a car accident, and I decided to make a change. And that led me to where I'm at now because I got my degree finally at the age of 37 or 36 and got my very first job at IT. We worked at DLA. That was my very first IT position. And from there, it's just been taking off for me and I'm just pushing myself and started my own business last year or the year before. And just from there, it's a lot of great things. Been I've been blessed. So I can't be mad about that, pray about everything I do, and it's worked out for me. That's awesome, man. It's sorry to hear about your sister, but yeah, that's awesome, man. Because that's what they say: if you you have a fear of something, face it head on, and that's what exactly right. what you did, and then conquer your fear. So it's funny we were kind of similar in that way because I, I have stage fright as well. Yeah, I did some public speaking too for a little bit um, when I was doing that. I don't know if you remember um, um, Reggie. Um, Reggie, oh, what's his last name? Uh, he was he's a speaker, but I forgot his last name. I don't know how to put his last name, but he got me into it, and I was doing some public speaking for a little bit as well, just to help myself out. And it it really helped me to grow, and just to be comfortable, and just in front of a camera. I was always comfortable in front of a camera. Mm -hmm. um, my my family is are, are artists. My father's a musician. My brother's a musician. My other brother he's an actor. So we all have some kind of artistic skills in us that this always been there. So. But to be even be comfortable in front of a crowd, now it doesn't bother me at all. I can just get up and stand up. You tell me to go on stage. All right, cool. I'll get up there and talk. So I won't hesitate. Wow. Wow. It's funny you mentioned music because that's kind of what I'm into myself. And uh, let me ask you this. So if I wanted to, well, if you was into music and I know you're doing other things in your business, but let's say if you was an artist or, or music producer, what would you do? How would you use TikTok or how would you use social media to market yourself? Well, the biggest thing is just getting it out there. You can't lollygag and hesitate because when it comes to the social media, it's about consistency. 
if you're not consistent, no one's going to find you. No one's going to see you. You can post on there one day, then I'll see you start posting for a week. No one knows who you are anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's And that's why for me on TikTok, I try to post. In the beginning, I was trying to post like three to four videos a day. And to come up with that creativity takes a lot of work. And you look at the videos, it looks so simple, it's so easy, but no one sees what's going behind the scenes where my wife and I were fussing at each other. My son, he won't do what he needs to do. You need to put him in the right position. And trust me, sweat, tears, trust me, it comes all with it. But it's just more about just being consistent and are you willing to take the time in the beginning? Because in the beginning, it's going to be very slow. But what you have to think about, what you have to understand, what is people are watching you. They see what you're doing. Just because no one's making a comment, just because no one liked your page or your video, doesn't mean they're not watching. I used to be a person when I did Facebook, in order, I did like five likes a year on somebody's post. That means I had to really, really like it for me to put a like on your, on your <laughs> picture or your video. It was just, I, don't, I, just, I, just, I was like that. I don't know, I just did that in the beginning. But I, exactly I was what you mean. <laughs> but I was going through your Facebook. I was watching it. I see. I see what you're doing. Just because I didn't like it doesn't mean I didn't see it. And that's what I learned. Because one prime example where I used to send people, I used to send like positive quotes to people like every day when I used to work, mm-hmm. and no one's responding. But I was doing it every day for the two years. And when I was up, when I was getting ready to leave, I was saying, "Hey, I'm not going to be doing these things anymore. Somebody's going to take over." Said, what do you mean you're not leaving? You know you're leaving. I'm like. Uh, I, well, I didn't know people paying attention because I'll get like three people out of about 300 something people actually responding to my quotes. <laughs> but when I left, I said, all right, here's what we're going to do. Everybody send me an email if you really want it. I got like over 50 emails wow. from people saying they, they've been watching this. They didn't think they had to say anything, but they've been really, they needed it every day to get through the day. Wow. And that, to me, made it stick out where I really start focusing on social media, just putting things out there, putting things out there. And one of my buddies said, he said, when I, when I started my business, he wanted to see what I was going to do. And he waited a whole year to reach out to me. He said, you know what? You've been consistent with this, bro. I said, I want to reach out to you and work with you now to help me help my, grow my business. Because I've been watching. I see what you're doing. I see you grown over the year. I'm like, yeah, it's, just, it's really about consistency and not worrying what's going on out there. Because like I said, if you can impact one person, that can take you so far. And that's why it's really important to continue doing what you're doing. Trust me, it's sweat and tears. It's very frustrating. But you got to be consistent with social media and for it to work. If you don't, you're going to lose track. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's that's a nugget right there. Because that's, um, yeah, just like you said, I, I never thought about it like that. Like. You, know, you just want because, people to see it. You, I mean, yeah. it's, you, you want to have that thought of saying, hey, at least they liked it. Hey, at least they laughed at it. And even with the videos I'm doing now, like when I went to church on this past Sunday or the other Sunday when I saw you, yeah, not at, this, is the, this is the very first time that people say, hey, Donald, hey, what's going on? I'm like, what? Where do you people know me from? But I forgot. It's from the TikTok. Because <laughs> they've all been watching. They haven't been responding. They haven't seen anything. But everyone in there knew who I was. And I've never felt that before going into that church. I love that church. But mm-hmm. not everyone knew me. But people I never knew were saying, it was calling me by my name with a mask on. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's like they see my eyes. They just knew it was me. So it's like wow. it's, you don't know what's going on. All you can do is do what you can handle, and it will come. Just like they used to say, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. Yeah, 
Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you inspire me, man. I think I'm going to go ahead and try to get back on my social media because that's yeah, one you, of my you, issues is consistency. You've got to plug in. you got to keep plugging in, plugging in. That's how social media works. And that's where people go wrong because they're too busy waiting for someone to say something where most people don't say anything. They see it and they know, okay, well, I'm, I'll respond. That's how it works. Gotcha. That's the first, that's the first hurdle you need to get over. Stop worrying about if somebody's going to like it or not. Just keep posting it, keep posting it, keep posting it. If somebody gets annoyed, then they, they'll either remove themselves or just keep going. But it's for you to keep doing what you're doing and the consistency is what people like to see on social media. If they know you're going to be consistent, then you're not hurting their feelings. They know you'll be there. It's just like if you watch a television show, you want to see a show, go make it all the way through. But if you know for a fact it's on Netflix and you know it only made it to two seasons, you're not going to watch those two seasons because you know it's supposed to keep going. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. So if, if somebody wanted to, let's say, use you or hire you for their social media, what, what, what do you charge or what's, what's that process like? Well, right now, like I said, I did put a pause on it because of Netflix. I mean, not Netflix, I'm sorry. Because of TikTok, I've been so focused on that. And I was still trying to find myself through the social media platform because I was charging people to do, like, websites. And my flat fee was, like, 300 bucks from the, from the beginning, depending on what they wanted. And then when I started doing TikTok, people started asking me to do more of it, to do some websites for them. My fee went up because... What you don't realize is your time is very valuable when it comes to your business. Mm-hmm. And be, in order for me to do those videos, in order for me to do those websites for them, it's going to cost them a little bit more because I really don't have the time to focus like, on, like I used to. But if you really want me to do a website for you, I'm going to charge like 500 bucks. But the thing is, I tell them, say, hey, I may charge you 500 bucks, but you can do this yourself. You can go to, like, um, to the Wix and all those different platforms that's out there so you can actually build yourself. I'll tell people that. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to people. I don't like to hide things. Like, if you can do this yourself, go ahead. But there's a lot of people who aren't very creative and don't, don't know how to do it. And then if they're willing to pay me, then okay, I'll go ahead and do that. Um, but right now, I'm really focusing more on the consulting piece to show people how to do things. So I'm trying to build something on different platforms to build like a course. And I found this thing called OnlyFans. And I'm doing more research on it. I'm still trying to build up on it, work on it. Um, because it's only set for like one, well, it's set for so many different things now. People are utilizing it more for the, the sex part of it, more than the, just, there's musicians, there's um, different tutorials of people showing people how to do things on it. It's only like four years old, so that's the reason why I'm trying to jump on it now because it's fresh, it's brand new, just like TikTok. I jumped on TikTok and that gave me, look, I have like 169,000 followers because I got that, I got, look, I got 90,000 followers in less than 90 days. Wow. And it's still growing. And because it's still new. Like, if you go to YouTube, YouTube is so saturated. It's so hard to grow on YouTube. You got to make sure you pay attention to keywords through Google and all kinds of stuff like that. It, it takes research to post a video. And that's why it's so hard for you to post a video. It takes a lot of research because you got to find the correct wording, the verbiage, to make sure the descriptions match so that way Google can find it through the metadata and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's a lot to do when it comes to YouTube. Yeah. But you're right. That's get, get on a platform early before it gets saturated and you, you have a better chance of succeeding. Right. And the people's going to see your face. And I probably use my YouTube channel just to be able to say, hey, this is how you start an OnlyFans. Because if you go to YouTube right now and it's about how to do OnlyFans, I'm, it's, it's, a, it's hard for me to listen to because they're talking about what they're doing with their, own, their OnlyFans because 
right now it's about the sex part of it where people are looking at. I'm like, but I'm just trying to find people to show me exactly what I need to do. I mean, it's nothing too bad, but it's still like, it's not what I'm looking for, but it's helping me to learn it. And then my goal is to be able to help others who are just using it for their business, their music, um, whatever tutorials they're trying to do, how to cook, recipes, anything like that. So people, because you can start charging people on it. It's a, it's a subscription. That's the whole point of this platform. People pay to see your content. And that's the whole point of this platform. But because of COVID, people use it for other reasons, but it's an 18 plus older app. So that's where they can do these certain things. So they let, it, let people do what they want. Um, but for me, it's like to see anything, you have to subscribe to see anything on there. Right now, all I see is blank. I don't see anything. <laughs> but for me, I'm, my goal is to build a platform to help people grow through social media and utilize that right now. Because that's my piece that I want to really focus on. I want to do a, a consulting, like a class where you just join in. I'm not really physically, on the inside, I get the time because I have a job. So I'm trying to take advantage of working full time, having a family, working from home and trying to do this TikTok and then trying to build this course. So my focus now is so I can build a course that people just come in, sign in, and that saves me so much more time. And people pay through those subscriptions just to do that. Cool, cool. So um, yeah, that's awesome. So what what are your, um, I say, uh, you say you got 169 followers. Um, 69,000. 169,000. 169, <laughs> Get that right. <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many views are like? Is it? Is, you know? Because uh, I, I think it went viral. Then you have uh, some videos that went viral. Like I have a lot of videos that went viral. I mean, a lot of videos. My biggest video, the biggest one that has like five over, has like five million views. Um, the wow. one that blew us up has over three three million views over time. And they're still building up because I average probably between 500 to a million views a day on my content because I have like over 300 something videos. And the stuff that I post on Facebook, I only post what makes sense to Facebook. You don't see everything I post from TikTok because some things is all about TikTok. And if I show it on Facebook, some people have to know what it means. Um, so I, I just try to post things that make sense to people. Where I know they can get a good laugh and a smile out of it. but. I get those views and it comes from over time. It's still, they're still showing it. It is now, um, give me one second. Dusty, out, out. Um, it does, it, they, it is monetized now as well. It's monetized mm -hmm. by views. And so what I'm trying to find now is sponsors who are willing to pay me to post videos of something for them. And people are charging like that as well, doing that as well. I haven't done that yet, but TikTok is paying us now for the videos that we do. And it's all based off of views. Can it be, does, uh, is you, are you looking for sponsors like a actual, I mean, I'm sure you're looking for spots for like a business, but would you do somebody like small, local, they say, hey, I just want to, you know, um, put a, you know, uh, like let's say somebody like me, hey, I want to put a, you know, a video or do a TikTok for you know to market my music or whatever. Uh, how much yeah. would you charge for something like that? Um, it really depends on what's going on. I mean, I'm not. If you're in the beginning process, like one of my buddies or one of my cousins, he actually he's doing T-shirts, and I actually he said he sent me a free T-shirt to just to, to promote. My my wife and I we both have the T-shirt. We can just wear it on our videos, and I'm just trying to help promote his brand. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't wear it all the time, but he says, when you get the chance, you, feel like you can use it, go ahead. And he appreciates that. That's all he wants, just mm-hmm. to get some, just so people see it. Mm-hmm. And I've seen I've people request and say, hey, I love that shirt and whatever. And all I got to do is refer them to him and he can take care of that part. So depends on what it is. I'm looking for more bigger brands that really want to pay. Um, if somebody that I know and just say, hey, I just, can you use my music for one of your videos? Of course, I'll do that. If I can promote your video, I'm gonna do what I, if it's, a, if it's a sound that I like, trust and believe I will blast that sound until it gets old. <laughs> <laughs> but hey. I try to tell people that all the time, send me a sound and I'll use it. As long as it works for me and what I'm looking for, I'm down for it. And as long as it makes sense, because if, when you look at my channel, you can tell it's a family channel. Mm-hmm. Don't send me anything political, don't send me anything that's derogatory, anything like that, nothing negative. I, it has to be a positive message. It has to, if it's just a sound that I can use. And I know some of the music we have on the videos we use, a lot of it's cut out. I don't use the, pers- the parts where it's bad or cursing. I just use a part of the video or the sound that works for my video mm-hmm. and everything else that gets cut, cut off. So I use all kinds of music, but I'm not gonna put like bad words and stuff like that because there's no cursing in any of my videos. And sometimes it sounds like I want to use my wife. Like, no, you can't use that. I'm like, oh, but it sounds so sexy. No, you cannot use that sound. I'm like, okay, I won't use it. But I keep it very family oriented so that way everybody can watch it. Okay. But I, I will promote anybody's stuff. It's like you say, you give me the time. As, as long as you don't hold me accountable to like say, I need to do it every day, then, then yeah, you're going to start paying me. <laughs> but if you leave it up to me to promote what I want to promote it, then I'm not really charging for that. But it's usually companies that I'm looking for that, that, that I'm charging. Yeah, got you. So I, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm send you some stuff, man. I, yeah, I got send a me lot some music. music. And you Trust can me, go send me some it. music. I'll go through it. I'm telling you, if it sounds good, I'm gonna do what I can and make it work. Awesome, man. So, uh, yeah, so what what are your, your, your uh, YouTube channels or TikTok um, handles uh, that you, you know, people can check you out? They wanna find out more information. Yeah, my YouTube is JD the Knuckleheads. Everyone knows that. I mean, it's, it's the same as my TikTok, JD the Knuckleheads. And for my business side, it's Donald B for YouTube. My OnlyFans channel will be Donald B as well. I've already created it, but like I said, I haven't put anything out there for it yet. Um, Instagram is J underscore D underscore Knuckleheads. I'm not positive. I gotta send that to you. And same thing for well, my YouTube. My sorry, my Instagram for my business is actually J and D. I mean J D B Connections, which is the name of my business. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently changed my YouTube name to Donald B because it's more personable to people so they can see that. Um, and you can find me on Facebook as Donald Bonner. That's just, just that's just that simple. Cool, cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, probably be in the description as well. Put those links in the description. Yeah, as well. Yeah, I ain't gonna hold you too much long. Anything else you want to talk about? And it. Um, and I mean, you really dropped some, some a lot of, just in this little bit of time. It's a lot of key uh, things that I, I, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. I watch a lot of marketing, you know, uh, social media tricks and stuff like that. But I actually heard some stuff you said I, I haven't heard before. Right. So it just really took my knowledge to a, a different level, especially the part where you said, um, the part where you said uh, you got over your your fear of uh, stage fright to doing comedy, like yep, stand up comedy. That that now that's how you man. That's very motivational. That's how you do it. That's that's definitely how you do it. 
Yeah, because I'm big on motivating people, and I started, I really started my a YouTube channel. I can't remember the name of it anymore, but I was just doing positive messages and just speaking about fear and how to get over fear, and that was really important to me because fear held me back on a lot of things, and I felt like it was important for the for others to understand what you can do to get over your fears. And because I was studying out of VCU when I was younger, and to go back to school was like, uh, I'm not going to do that. But a crisis happened in my life that opened my eyes up to so many different things. And I was like, you know what? I can do this. And I had this positive message I was doing my, the entire time I was in school. I was like, hey, I'm going for straight A's. And I did it all the way through until the last class, or well, the last term where I ended up getting two Bs. The only reason why, because you know the Security Plus test. Yeah. I took, that, I took that test six times. Wow. Six times. Wow. I took it back to back to back to back nonstop until I, because I had a job lined up with DLA. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't worth, I wasn't trying to get that up. I wanted that job. And I paid it. And I, look, I, I mean, literally, I've cried multiple times when I failed that test. Wow. Um, and my family came to surprise me after I took the test one time. And I broke down because I let them, I felt like I let them down. Wow. But the last time I took it, I didn't tell anybody someone that took it. And I passed. And, but I wasn't giving up. I would have begged for money to keep, to pass that test because I was going to keep doing it until I passed. I knew for a fact I would pass it. I was getting closer and closer, but I did it. So like I tell people all the time, you can't give up just because it got hard. Nothing comes easy. And now people come to me now that, hey, they, think, they forgot about the journey that I went through and think things are so easy for me now. I'm like, it's easy for me now, but did you forget that whole journey that I showed you all, what I was doing, <laughs> how to get here? It took me a lot to get where I'm at right now. I was down, like, just struggling before. Now it's so much easier for me because I fought and I pushed and I kept on going with it. Never gave up. And there's times I wanted to quit school, but I'm like, no, I got here for a reason. My wife not going to sit there and let me quit either because I didn't want to waste her time of watching my kids. I felt like she was a single parent because I was going to school full time at nights. I worked during the day, came home at nights. I mean, I worked at school and school at nights. So it's not my kids only during the weekend because I was never home during the week. So it's, it's a, it was a battle I went through. It was a, it's a struggle for me. It was hard, but I'm happy that I've actually went with it and kept on pushing myself. And that's why I feel like people always, it's, you gotta make sure, you gotta, you can't give up to get hard. You have to have a path. If it get, if it fails, keep trying. And as like I said, there's, there's a fear that helps that blocks people from doing what they want to do. And I know fear stopped me from doing a lot of things when I was a kid. Just being that quiet shy kid. Now I just don't care anymore. I just go for it. I just make it happen and just accept whatever happens. Still wow. have fears, but things, but you just can't let that block you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's that's yeah. That's a testimony right there. Yeah. And it, the security plus test isn't easy. No. <laughs> I make sure I keep that thing up to date. <laughs> I refuse to take that test again. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, I took the uh, A plus. I think I failed that one twice. Right. Uh, well, not well. Hold up, it was the eight hundred one, which is the hardware. I think I right. failed twice. I failed the uh, the software part eight hundred two at the time. I think it's nine hundred one, nine hundred two now, but right. failed that twice. And uh, on the reason, uh, and and every time I took those tests, I thought I passed and ended up failing. Right. The security plus, I thought I failed, and, yes. and, and I you know, passed. I was like, and I think that's the reason why I, I passed security plus because 
I did the A plus because A plus and Security Plus overlap a lot. And um uh and I pray. I, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I pray. <laughs> I pray hard. And it was like the, the test was so tough. I was like, you know, I read the Security Plus book front to back. Oh yeah. Know? Oh yeah. I, I did I like three times. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like doing the test, I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like <laughs> and I read the book, I, I did the questions, it's like you know, I'm thinking in my mind, I already failed before the test is over. Right. So I'm like, um, you know, when they ask you the questions at the end, where they like, you know, your experience or how long you've been doing it, I'm like, man. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I said, and I was kind of thinking I was going to give up. <laughs> I was like, because I don't know how I'm going to pass it. You know, and I was already feeling defeated before I even got the score. Right. <laughs> the score came and it said I passed. And I was like, Wow, that, you know that that wasn't anything with God right there, but um, but yeah, I, I feel you on that. Um, yeah, you definitely gotta gotta push through, man. What they what they call it? Uh, diligence. Diligence. Yep. My my thing is that like a, a quote that I created that I live by is: if you can think negative, why can't you think positive? You can. It's, it's you're born into negativity, and you can think negative. It's so easy to think negative. But you got to train your brain to get the positive side of everything. And that's how I train my brain to think positive. Why did this happen? There's a reason behind this whole situation. Why can I not figure it out? That's what I need to do. And that's what I focus on. I focus on the positive <laughs> side of everything. And it gets on people's nerves. My wife hates it too. I know that. A lot of people hate it. But I'm like, but I'm not going to sit here and stress out because I failed at it. I'm like, I got to find a reason why or find out how I can resolve this situation. Because this doesn't make any sense to keep putting yourself in that situation to complain and cry about it. Yeah. Yep. It does, it doesn't, it does, you know, good. Yep. So, yeah, I got you, got all your social media stuff. I don't, I don't know if they can see the, the comments or not. I don't know that part of it's recorded, but if not, right. like I said, I'm probably putting it in, in the description anyway. Okay. So they can click to it. And I can send you the, I can send you the links as well afterwards too. Okay. Uh, the links probably make it easier for you because you're putting this on YouTube, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot you gotta learn about YouTube as well. It's not just about posting. It's about how you actually titling your titles and stuff like that. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah, I did a lot of research on YouTube. Yeah, it's about your, your even your thumbnail. Mm -hmm. You know, um, have a catchy thumbnail and the, the whole nine. But yeah, it was some uh, some good stuff today, man. No, Definitely um, want to get you get you back, man, and do a part two and, and going uh, uh, going to a little bit more details about um, social media aspect and just just uh, in general everything we was just talking about. Definitely um, some good stuff, man. Sure, yeah, no, I, pre I appreciate. It. I'll definitely do this again. It's it's always fun to talk about it because it's like said I. I try to open people's eyes to things they don't, they're not aware of. And they, it's, there's so much out there, but I tell people, if you want to be successful with social media, the top priority is just being consistent. Consistency is the main thing that you want to focus on. It doesn't matter how bad you are with social media. If you're consistent, people will see you. If you're not consistent, you can forget about it. It's like you're starting over every time you come back. Got you. What, one last question, since you brought that up again. So, as a musician, what type of content 
would you put out there? Would you just do snippets of your songs? Or like my little brother, he's a guitar, he plays guitar. I mean, he's not consistent with his, but he just plays whatever he's doing. Sometimes he shows me he's practicing, sometimes he's showing just stuff that he can, it's just whatever you feel comfortable with, just keep putting it out there and don't think too much about it. If it's music, anything that has to do with the music and it's yours, just put it out there. Because the thing is, you're going to find yourself, the more you do it, you're going to start fine-tuning what you want to put out there and how you want to put it out there and what you want to show. In the beginning, you don't know what to put out there. So the best thing I can tell you is just like my father, when I used to, I'm not an artist, so I draw. He said, mm -hmm. just, just take a piece of paper and just start drawing. Just start drawing. It's the same thing. Just put it out there. Put yourself out there as the first step because a lot of people, you're not comfortable from the camera. You don't have to be in the camera, honestly. If you're just playing like a guitar, you just put the camera on the guitar and just show yourself playing the guitar. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be in the camera to put yourself out there. You don't have to do that right away. Get yourself comfortable, get used to the camera, know how the camera works. Get the lighting correct and all that stuff because lighting really is important too. Uh, yeah. People don't know that. You have these dim lights, people don't want to watch your video. I'm like, it's, it's, I can't see this, boom, they keep moving. But if they see you shining and bright, whatever, trust me, you want to see that. Just like with your thumbnails, no one wants to see a picture of your guitar, they want to see your face. They want to know who, they, who they're trusting. They want to know if they can trust you. By showing your face, that builds trust. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hi, right, man. I appreciate right. it. No yeah, like I said, man, I'm definitely going to send you my music, man. And, um, and, well, uh, if you can do it anytime fast soon, because I'm doing it 25 days of Christmas, um, I do, I, I wear a different hat every day for Christmas, and I'm trying to find a Christmas song, something musical, or like a remix, more like a hip hop type of, um, I don't know what kind of music you do, but more like hip hop ish type dubstep kind of like i like that kind of energy and i mm -hmm. do it um i gotta show you that i did a i did a video i did a youtube page i'll show it to you what i was doing but i'm trying to do that on tiktok this year it's 25 days straight of me wearing a different hat <laughs> word word up oh uh, yeah mine is uh i do gospel hip-hop so okay. it's, it's, it's hip-hop and and i got i got five albums Okay. Did, you know, total. So you know, they. I guess they roughly about ten songs. Yeah, just some more stuff. Trust me, if I can find something I can use, I'll definitely use it. Yeah, let me know. I'm gonna send you everything. Let me know. Uh, you know what you uh, what you like, and I send you the MP3. That way, you can. Um, you know, uh, how to hold. Yeah, yeah. Upload it, whatever. Okay. That'll work, man. I appreciate your time, man. And like I said, until next time, definitely um, want to get you back, and um, I appreciate you. Um, sharing all this information, man, and uh, stay uh, safe and uh, good luck to you in your journey, man. Thank you, man. This was fun. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. No problem, yeah. man. Thanks again. All right. You too. All right.